0: 4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340 and now here's your host gene hodge
1: good evening welcome to the employment opportunity hour the place where we try to help all of you that are interested in employment to Understand that there that you can create your own opportunities and find in something enjoyable, and that's why we call it the Employment Opportunity Hour. I'm here today with my trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. Matt's the guy that makes everything work right And most of the time. Matt, how you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, Jeannie. What do you mean most of the time? That slipped out. Okay, then. Yeah, I apologize that's for that. A, yeah. That's
2: a, You know, I got to bust chops. That's how we do it here on the Employment Opportunity Hour. Come on now. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I got you. (laughs) But anyway, for those of you not familiar with the show, we got a couple clips that we're going to play for you, so you can get an idea in terms of what do we mean by Employment Opportunity Hour. Anyway, so Matt, if you got them, let them go. Yes, we do see you. And I stress that on most shows because I want you to know we see you. I wanna make a real point of it is that we see you. The only thing we don't know is what's gonna come out of your mouth. And when it comes to jobs and enjoyable jobs, all we wanna hear is what's gonna come out of your mouth in terms of what do you know how to do, but more so what would you like to do, because that's how the opportunities get created. So I'd like to have you really think about that because that's that's what I want you to know. This month, which is the month of September twenty twenty three, I'm dedicating this month to to young people that are looking for employment. And I'd like to have you just think about that because when it comes to employment Right now, there's problem with our workforce not being productive. There's problem with, with experienced workers not being that productive. And there's problems with young people not performing as well as we thought that they would. And so I'm dedicating this month to helping young people understand what the work world is all about and how we can help the young people find a employment instead of a job. So they can do things that they like doing and will enjoy doing instead of doing what they don't want to do. Anyway, so that's 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 the purpose of of this month. And uh, last week we had a an actual young person in the studio. At the end of the month, I uh, we plan to have a couple of young people in the studio so that we, you, can, you, can, you can hear from them as well in terms of what they think. But really, starting out the front of the month, I want to just make sure that you understand that, uh, how the month got started. I took a stand for young people. How's that, Gene? Because I wanted the young people to know they're not the problem because they're young. The problem is because possibly their parents or their elders did not give them skills, abilities, knowledge in order to understand what the workplace is about. They've given them gadgets so that they're not communicating with them. And so we have a workforce full of gadgets, and communication very limited, as well as performance is well, very it's, limited.
2: It's a different type a- of communication. Communicating over like, cell phones, computers, it's different. Face-to-face conversation, I think he's become a lost art for him over the years, not just in the workforce, but in life in general. People don't know how to be able to talk without doing this. And for those who can't see what I'm doing, I'm staring down at my hands like I got a phone in <laughs> them. So people don't know how to communicate unless they're typing on a keyboard or typing on their phones and sending a text message. Nobody knows how to talk face-to-face anymore.
1: Right, I'm guilty but, of it, too, at times. Right, but I'm saying it's not their fault. <laughs> Somebody had to give them the gadgets in order to play with, and, and that's all that they know. So the communication is with the gadgets. It's not between and blame each Steve, other. And blame Steve Jobs and the inventor so, of all these gadgets. Well, innovation is fine, but helping others to understand what how they can be productive is where the problem is. And right. So I presented the show as saying the young people, it's not their fault And more so, I also stated in week one, was that they are our children or grandchildren. Somehow we've separated them by saying young people, and we don't even realize it. Possibly if we gave them tasks to do at home, and tasks to do, because workplaces are all about performance, possibly they would know how to perform in the workplace. And so I'm presenting the show as something not to blame anybody as far as the young people, but how did they get to be young and there's a problem of performance in the workplace? Because performance is the name of the game. But somebody had to give them these tools or these gadgets that probably nobody saw the problem coming, but we're faced with the problem. How do we get get young people, which are our children in the workplace, equipped for the workplace, and knowing what to do in the workplace. And so, I'm dedicating the month to Gene Hodges' version of what, the, what to do with the young people, and because I want, them, I want them to know that they're okay as they are. The problem is is that we didn't give them enough tasks to do in order to prepare them for the workplace. So it's not, it's not their fault, but it's even worse when somebody labels them as young people. Nobody's saying our children, our grandchildren and our children. So I wanted to stress that point because when we start talking about our children, we'll develop our children. But as long as we're saying young people, we'll, pre- we'll, we'll act as though they aren't ours and they're somebody else's. It could be something just that simple, so that's the reason I'm presenting the show for young people. So, but that's going on all of the month of September. But tonight's show is on, it's for young people, but really for anybody else, but it's, it's how to get traditional jobs. Okay, mostly the show is presenting an innovative way to find enjoyable jobs. I'm going to mention some of that as well, but how to get to traditional jobs, because the traditional jobs are the jobs that have the problem.
2: So, well, what, what exactly would you define as a traditional
1: job? All of the jobs that you find listed out on the internet, all those are tradition because somebody put them out there. And so it's very important to understand we apply for things because we go look at lists and all that sort of stuff. However, I'm going to tell you more about that after we take a short break to hear from our sponsors. But stay tuned. I'm going to be talking about uh, what's missing in job descriptions that our young people need to know. We'll be right back.
2: I don't know. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on amazon.com and hodgepodgetraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant
3: French format, all at hodgepodgetraining.com. You don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again.
2: Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. They getting by. It's all taking and no giving. They just use your mind. And they never give you credit. It's enough to drive
1: you. Okay. Nine to five. Some of you are already working that shift. It, it's not, it's just the way we live as a species of people. Nine to five seems to be the standard. I kind of grew up under nine to five. And uh, and uh, I took a little part of eight to four. Those types of jobs, and they're out there. They're out there for everyone. But I chose this topic for tonight because it's, because I want to dedicate time to young people. This entire month of September, will conclude some of those d- during the other months, but I want to make sure that we address the workforce and include everybody that's in it or everybody that makes it up. I chose that because of an article that I got, uh, that, I re- that I read, and the article says millions of young adults are out of school or work. Millions. Anyway, so I went out to the, out to the Department of Labor, Bureau of Labor Statistics, And they had said that there's 21.6 million young people that are unemployed.
2: Well, well, just to kind of clarify, what would you define as young people? We're talking somebody like my age and younger? I'm I'm 35.
1: No, young people are between the ages of 16 to 21. Okay. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Okay. And so those are the people that are getting started in the workplace doesn't matter whether you have four years of college or you dropped out and getting started in the workplace. Anyway, so, so, so however, the unemployment for that amount, there's a lot of them that just are not working. And there's a lot of them that have tried to work, but, 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 but they're not feeling comfortable in their jobs. And so the employers are really concerned. And I'm saying it's because maybe we didn't tell them what work was all about. And that's not their fault. We need to know how to tell them what we want them to do. And then we need to give them time to practice and rehearse so that they get better at it, so they can understand their own growth, but also they can feel like they accomplished something because they'll accomplish more and more. Anyway, so I decided that I would address that because I want them to know that, that I am not going to leave them out I'm not going to leave expecting them to know what I know. I'm going to say, let me show you how to learn what the workplace is like because somebody's going to give you something to do. And do means something that you have to perform. And if you don't know how to do it, then possibly it's because you may not have been trained well enough to do it. And in some cases, the expectation is where the problem is, is because we expect people to, to know things that it took us years to know. And as Matt said, everybody has these gadgets. The only problem is that somebody gave them these gadgets, and in some cases, they they save a lot of time, and in some cases, they cost us a lot of time, and they cost themselves. A, a lot of time. But anyway, so I want to make sure that, that you know what to look for in terms of doing that. So, 21 and a half million people are not working between the ages of 16 to 24. Okay, not 20. I, I said 21 earlier, but the 16 to 24. Okay, people getting their first couple of jobs probably not finding it that, that, that well. But I'm going to suggest. To that population b- begin to go to work because you want to go to work and go to work to learn what somebody expects you to do and go to work to learn how to do it don't just think you know how to do it get those people to show you or help you to do it anyway so that's what i'm going to do but before that i'm going to give you a formula because I normally give out a formula because this formula works for everybody, but I want the young people to know, especially, (laughs) because it's my formula for finding enjoyable employment. The first thing is do a self-assessment of yourself. It doesn't matter what age, (laughs) but the self-assessment is the things, write down the things that you like to do, that you enjoy doing, and things that you know how to do. Take the, so take the time to see if you can write down five to ten things of things that you like doing and things that you know how to do. That'll give you some sort of direction in terms of just look, looking at what, what motivates you that you like doing. Second thing is, once you, once you have that down, is to look at what you wrote down and see if you could somehow structure a sentence or a paragraph that will allow you to introduce yourself to somebody, taking between 30 and 90 seconds. Tell people what you've done, what you know how to do, and what you enjoy doing. The reason for that is because that's all they're going to learn if that's all you tell them. And so since they don't know you, you want to tell them what you do that separates you from anybody else, because if you don't tell them, we're going to think you know what everybody else knows. I and mean, then the third thing is to do this thing that's called networking. It's based on who knows who that knows who that knows who. Now, young people are being taught how to find employment by looking up job postings out on the Internet and all that sort of stuff. However, some a, of those Which to a
2: degree people. is a good way to do it. Pardon? Which, to a degree, is a good way to do it.
1: Uh, yeah, to a certain degree. However, some of those people, depending on, on, on who you are, they have people that are already connecting them because they know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. And so you need to know that they know somebody. The difference is, is that you may not know who knows that you know, but w- what you want everybody to know is what you like doing, what you're good at doing, and that you're looking for employment. Because that'll save you a lot of time in terms of applying for something that you don't know how to do and that you don't want to do in the first place. And so, so I'd like to have you just think about that because you know people, most likely if you don't know people, just pass the word about, just tell people what you like doing. and. and and you'll be surprised how many people might start giving you titles for things that will allow you to do that, depending on where you're going. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the formula for enjoyable employment, not a job. It's a formula to find something that you enjoy, and it starts with you by you recognizing and writing down the things that you enjoy doing. If you enjoy the gadgets, tell people, because there's a lot of people who need you to use those gadgets. In order to function, but it's got to be the, the, the right type of job for you. So, so I'd like to have you just think about it. what are the things that you like doing? And don't hesitate to tell people what you like doing. It doesn't matter what it is. If you like videos, if you like traveling, you like playing games, all of those could lead to a job that you will like doing that somebody has a need for. And anyway, so anyway, so that's the... That's the that's the formula, but I have a list of just uh, of, so many of people in that age bracket between the ages of 16 to 24. There's just so many people that are not even working. They're unemployed. That's not counting the ones that are working, but they don't like what they're doing because the employers may not like the performance that they're getting from you, which is not what they want. They want more performance, and they don't know how to handle it. But but as I said, so I'd like to give you an idea based as to how do you find something that you might enjoy doing, okay? If you're looking at job postings out on the Internet, because there's lots of jobs available. There's lots of people unemployed. Okay, the key is how do you find the right match instead of just settling for something that you don't want to do or, or you don't know how to do it, and somebody expects you to know how to do it. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just think about that, and I'm going to say that, that, that because you may be good at using a lot of this technology, I'm going to suggest that you don't know you're good at it. You just do it. It's important for us to know how we can get you to use it in order to help us. And so, i like to have you just think about that. But anyway, so i like to have you thinking about, imagine looking for a job. Many of you will, hopefully, hopefully somewhere in your schooling in high school, possibly junior high school, somebody is telling you how to go search for jobs out on the internet. Because somebody's telling you to go to these search engines. Or you've decided to go find some jobs. I'm gonna suggest that if you took the things that you wrote down and searched for those words that you wrote down, you will find people looking for you. That's one way that you can do it. If you wrote down what it is, what you may be missing is the level of experience that somebody wants. But the words may be very same because the technology can match those words up with job titles. Instead of you looking for a job title, when you could use, what do they want people to do, which are the things that you wrote down that are things you know how to do, things that you like doing and enjoy doing. Anyway, so that's that's what I'm going to suggest that you do that. Now, when you, when you go look at those jobs, I'm going to hold up just for a second because we got to take a break. <laughs> but I'm going, to te- I'm going to tell you how to go out a- and look at job responsibilities that the employer or somebody wants somebody to do. How can you ad- answer those questions? But we're going to take a short break to so hear some of my sponsors. But, but stay tuned because I'm giving out ways young people can find enjoyable employment okay come on, come on. Job
3: seekers. Now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment. Is there really job training available for you? How to find a fit in the new job market and innovative job training program, a collaborative model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com.
0: Good Lord, I try. I really
2: try,
3: try, try. But I got to think of myself. Myself.
0: Start, all over.
1: Start, all over. start all over. If you got to get up and start all over, you just just do it and expect it. Many people are entering are entering the workplace for the first time. I'm going to suggest that plan on making several mistakes and don't think that it's got to be one job. Don't think that you're right. Go there to learn how to do your job, not for you. Learn what the other people expect and want you to do, which means you got to be able to communicate with them, and they've got to be able to communicate with you so they can tell you what it is. Anyways, I'm, I found a job listing. You can go out on the Internet and find find job listings and any job search sites uh, that, that offer that. There's several of them, and so I'm not going to mention... <laughs> mentioned those but but um, but I will say you can go out to like go out to something like indeed.com career builder there's a bunch of of job search sites and what happens is employers post jobs on these sites you probably already know that and however the employer doesn't do it a human does it and and so they write up a job title and a job description now nowadays it's possible that a machine uh, that we can actually write up a job description for you because the uses of electronics, is tough. these things called JAT-GPT, those kind of products that would type stuff up for you, which is fine in one sense. Not fine because humans have to produce some things. So it's always good, if possible, to get to a human I'm going to strongly suggest that it's it, that that because of the age, you won't know the difference between whether somebody wrote the job description or whether the or whether the artificial intelligence wrote it. The difference is how you do it is what's going to count, and every human is different. How you would do it becomes extremely important as to telling somebody how you would perform that job. Anyways, so I'm gonna go through some job titles and job descriptions that you may find out on the internet for almost any job, I'm gonna tell you what to look for. First of all, all jobs have a job title if you're looking for jobs, okay? Because somebody made them up. That's the first thing that you need to know is that somebody made up the job title. Now the, The thing I told you before, the formula to find enjoyable employment, if you wrote down the things you like doing, somebody else can put a title on it, which is something that you want. If somebody cares about you, they will put a title on what you told them that you like doing, the combination of things that you like doing. People can make up job titles for that because in reality, all job titles are made up by human beings. Okay? Anyway, so... Here the job here. These are jobs that where the workforce is looking for young people between the ages t- that I mentioned between sixteen and twenty four. These are starting jobs, jobs that will allow you to get into something, grow. It doesn't matter whether you dropped out of high school, never went to school, or you graduated from college. You gotta get started somewhere along the way. And so these are jobs that you may go out and look for However, I'm going to just offer some suggestions in terms of what you might see but what you may want to ask someone else in terms of how this is going to affect you and your development. (laughs) Anyway, so I got a listing of jobs particularly for this age category of places where you can find a job. I'm going to give you a title. Uh, One is... One one is called a theater usher. If you like going to movies, going to theaters, they need ushers to do that. Can the ushers responsible... This job description says that the ushers are responsible for walking through theaters before and during and after the shows to ensure customers are following theater rules, cleaning auditoriums and lobbies well in order to do that then you have to be trained to know what the rules are and you have to get them in writing anyway so what you want to do as as a person beginning you want to find out what the rules are and and ask any questions regarding the rules Instead of just reading the rules, you gotta know from the person what do they expect you to do that's not written there. Okay, because your performance is yours. Okay, the next person's performance is not yours, it's different, it's theirs. Anyway, so you wanna find out how that fits into you and what it is that you, what they want from you. The next thing, just cleaning cleaning the auditoriums. Well, that means Possibly getting dirty or doing something that you don't want to do, picking up all the trash or mopping the floors and all that sort of stuff. So you want to ask the question, what do they expect the person to do for cleaning? Because it doesn't tell you in the job description. And so if you find out there's something that you don't want to do, you're not going to do it, which affects now your productivity. Now you're hurting the company, you're hurting yourself, because now that they don't... They don't have a productive worker, So you want to ask questions in terms of, of what do they want that person to do so you can decide whether it's something you are willing to learn how to do it. Don't think that you know how. One of the worst things that you can do is think that you already know and you've never been there before. A lot of people make that mistake because they don't know how much of a requirement that the one who's paying you wants from you. So you went so you need to to ask that question. If you know how to ask that question, that's one of the reasons I'm that's one of the reasons I'm talking about this on the show is because if you don't know what to ask, then you're not going to ask. Anyway, so then it says uh, helping handle customer questions. Now it comes down to your ability to communicate with customers in in this same theater? Okay, it could involve young people, old people, but can you communicate? Do you know what they're gonna say? How do you communicate? I mean, so those types of things need to be asked from the people who are expecting you to know how to answer questions. Obviously, if you don't have a past history of answering questions, or only answering questions from your parents, then you gotta find out what types of questions the customers might ask. They might get lost. Maybe be too dark. You may need to know where the bathrooms are, things like that. And so uh, as a young person, how to break down a job description is something I wish they would teach in school or in college. How do you break down a job description? What functions do, does the employer really want from you? Because you may not know. And the worst thing you can do is to think you know and somebody says you're not doing your job. (laughs) So this goes for the job developer, it goes for the employer, and it goes for the worker. (laughs) Because you wanna know how well you're doing your job. Which means you gotta ask how well are you doing it. If you're doing it well, most likely you'll get promotions. If you're not doing it, then you may not get a promotion at all and you wonder why. Now if you're not doing it good enough, they'll probably release you and tell you to go someplace else. So knowing how to read a job description is something that I'm going to suggest that as a young person you must ask the person who is responsible for the job which many times is not the person you're going to be working for. Many times it's a person in personnel. And you're not going to be working for that person. You're going to be working for a supervisor whose job is to supervise you to do the work. And so you got to ask the right person what do they expect from, the, from the, the person in that job so you can say what they're going to tell you. Then the, and then the second question is how much training will is, is somebody willing to give you? You need to know how they're going to train you. And anybody... Anybody, I'm going to say anybody, the reason being is because I'm going to suggest that if you're between that age, don't spend any time talking to a robot. Don't spend any time talking to a machine that cannot feel your feelings, hear your voice, understand what you're saying. Always talk to another human to find out what they are expecting from you. Anyways, I'd like to have you just think about that because that's where the communication comes in and you learn how to communicate. And again, the worst thing that you can do as a young person is is to think you already know because that that may be one reason why the unemployment rate is so high, and it may be a reason in terms of why the workers are not happy I, mean, so I just gave you something I just gave you something that says if you write down the things that you like doing and enjoy doing, then you can look for those types of things. In job descriptions, and and if you're lucky enough to get on an interview, then you can ask about those things so you can find out how much do you already know and how much are they going to teach you to do it their way and so that you know what's coming. And I would strongly suggest anything that you don't know, grab after. Okay, anything that you don't know, grab. That's going to be the learning for you. The worst thing you can do is already know how to do it. Because if you already know, then your growth is going to be stymied because you may not be doing it good enough for the people who expect you to be doing it. So I'd like to have you just think about that because how to read a job description is something that I'm going to strongly suggest for all people, but especially young people. Don't pay too much attention to the title. It's how do they want that, that, perp, that person or that prospect to perform, and it has to come from the person who's gonna be watching you. It cannot come from a person and personnel who gets paid to find workers. Okay, so part of the problem is the problem of employers because the supervisor has to know whether the, the person is the right fit for the team, the right fit for each other. If that's lacking, then you will have a non-performer. Employers have non-performers. They they say that they don't know how come. And so I'm giving you, I'm giving you the edge as a young person, knowing what to ask the the human, which is not the employer. It's a human, just like you, that has feelings and all that sort of stuff. It may be the person who hires you. But that's the person that you want to talk to. And if it's not your supervisor, then you definitely want to get to know your supervisor, find out what the supervisor wants, because that's the person you're working for. And you need to know whether your work is good enough. And if you're told it's not good enough, then you need to ask the person to show you how to do it better. Don't don't think you should already know, because you've never been there before. And every job will have its way of saying how we want somebody to do it. Anyway, so so that's that's, that's just one thing for young people when it comes to how do you read a job description. We're going to take a short break. I'm going to take you through another one very quickly. But uh, we're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsors. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge here talking about how young people can find Jobs that they will enjoy. (laughs) We'll be right back.
0: This portion of Employment Opportunity
1: Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Be a website? Web Dynamics for you are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the numeral four the letter U, .com. Or call them at one 530 2135 Again, the website is www.webdynamics.com the number four the letter U, .com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10%
3: discount. you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again.
1: Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. Anybody's around you telling you just to get a job, then that's not going to help you. And I'm I'm giving out some tips that young people can do in order to find employment that they will like and enjoy. I'm giving out some tips as to how to read a job description. Because somebody may say, go get a job. And you may say, I want a job. But you got to know what to do on the job. And if you're not sure, you must ask, what, what, what do you want the person to do? And has, because performance is based on getting raises and promotions. You have to do something. Okay. Anyway, so, so it's nice to have great educations and all, but the bottom line is, is that we're expecting you to help us do something. And and that's what work is all about, is helping someone do something, and and they're willing to pay you something in return for that. So I'm going to suggest that as a job seeker between the ages of 21, I'm sorry, 16 to 24, that group of highly unemployed workers looking for work, take some jobs to get used to working in the workplace. Go to work to learn what the expectations are. Do not go to work thinking you already know what you should do and you've never been there before. And so that's one. The other thing, though, is it's probably difficult for young people to grasp this, but go to work for you. Meaning go to work and learn as much as you can for you so you can take you someplace else. Okay? Go to work for you. Don't go to work because it's a job, because if it's a job, you're not gonna do it well. (laughs) However, you go to work to learn how to do that job, do that for you, so once you learn that job, you become more valuable to a whole bunch of other people, which could lead to a whole bunch of raises for people to keep you, and more raises for more raises of people that may want you anyway, so I'm going through how to read job descriptions i'm gonna, gonna, gonna cover some of these jobs these are job titles I'm just gonna mention i got i got I got three pages here, but these are job titles that are most demand for that age group in our workforce okay anyway, so the first one I gave out was a a a theater usher, okay, a person that goes to the movies that the theaters have ushers in them. The next job may be a cashier. Another job could be a busser, Get bust things around. Another job could be an ice cream scooper. Another job could be a grocery bagger. Another job could be a dishwasher. Another job could be a barista. All, all of these are what we call entry level jobs because you're getting started. And employers are willing to pay some money for that. The difference is, is how well can you do those jobs because that's how you get started. It's starting to do something. These are just some titles. I'm gonna suggest that you don't pay too much attention to titles, Pay, pay close attention to the job duties or job responsibilities, because when you have a job, somebody tells you what to do, which means they give you responsibilities. And so it's very important that you understand what are you responsible for and what are you not responsible for because you need to know that because you need to know how much authority do you have versus you don't have. And that happens a lot at, at entry level jobs. People don't want to work because they're not used to working. And people aren't satisfied with the jobs that they have. But that's, those are the learning steps in terms of growth. So, be willing to ask people, how long have they been doing this job? Ask people that. Anyway, so, so, here's another job, it's called a cashier. Almost every business has a cashier. The job duties for cashiers are typically employed by retail stores, the fast food restaurants, they receive cash, credit cards, and check payments. Cash is the big I- issue here because many of you must learn to count cash. Many of you are not aware of how, how to count cash. However, somebody should prepare you for that or be trained on how to count cash. Okay, anyway, if you're not good at that, it, that's okay, but they're gonna catch up with you until you learn how to count the right change and give the change back. Glad that of the technology will give you the answer, but you're the one that's gotta do it. And so, so it's very important to understand what's not, it's in the job description, but we find that out by finding out how well can you do it. Because if you can't do it, you can't do it. Anyway, take credit cards and check payments you issue receipts and refunds and you count the money can okay, you keep the cash drawer balanced throughout your shift okay so if you're working with a lot of cash you got to figure out a way or be told or shown and trained on how to keep the right balance in the cash register you must ask for that you must ask for training and you must find out whether it's good enough versus somebody says we need a worker just get out there on the floor and do the best you can you need to find out whether those things are good enough for the person that you're doing it for but there are jobs as a cashier they're paying all these all these jobs are paying you know 12 13 14 16 17 dollars but they all come along with how well can you perform the job the money may be important to you. Your performance is what's important to the employer, and so, which means if you aren't performing, you can't get more money. And if you aren't performing, you can't get raises and promotions because you got to perform in order to get them. Anyway, so... As a young person, you wanna find out these things. Don't take anything for granted because that's why there's so many that are not liking their work and so many that are unemployed because not being familiar with what work is. And so, so I'd like to have you think about make, making sure that there's communication between you and your, your boss, your supervisor. Make sure you know who the supervisor is because that's the person that's responsible for your development. Make sure the person, make sure you know the right person. So I suggest if you can, do everything in person. Do not do anything communicating with a machine, including completing applications, which, which probably 90% of the people tell you go fill out an application. When the bottom line is decisions get made when we see you. So why not try to find ways to see people first? We've got tell a lot about you. But anyway, but that, that's, that's, that's enough for me because I hear the time and I hear the song with Frank Sinatra singing my way. But, but I'd like to have you know all the things you like doing that you enjoy doing, you have been doing it your way. All I'm trying to do is to get you to recognize what it is that you know how to do in terms of performance and go do those things instead of getting a job. Because when you're doing what you enjoy doing, you are doing it your way. And we all will appreciate that. Plus, we'll reward you for it with raises and promotions and recommendations. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just think about that and stay tuned until next time. And we'll be back. WTAN Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF Dade City. FM 102.3. Listen.